welcome to Life According to Jess. I am your host, Jessica Anderson, and today I want to talk about motivation. I figured it was a good follow-up episode to my previous one about New Year's resolutions, and it's something that I have thought a lot about over the last year. It was about a year ago that I started personal therapy, and so I was working one-on-one with my therapist through some childhood trauma, and because of all that I was working through, I really did not feel that motivated to do a lot of different things, and it was something that I struggled with a lot because some weeks would be really great and I felt like I was getting so much done and I actually felt busier than I have in a long time this past year. But then there were other weeks where it felt like I was just kind of trying to survive and doing the bare minimum and I wasn't really meeting my goals or what I wanted to accomplish and I was kind of beating myself up about it. That's something that I've had to work through and I continue to have to work through. I actually was just talking to my therapist about how I have kind of equated my self-worth with how productive I am or how productive other people think I am. So when people come over and see a messy house, I feel lazy. Like I feel like I should be working harder. If I'm not making my family this huge meal for dinner every day, then I've often felt like I was lazy or once again, I should be trying harder. And so there's just been a lot of things that I tie to my self-worth that really don't equal my worth as a person at all. And so to you... I want to tell you that your your self-worth is not tied to how productive you are either. You have worth because you're a human being. And so I just want to lay that foundation to start off. Now, if you struggle like me with equating self-worth to productivity, that's probably something that you'll have to work through as well. But I just want to give that reminder because... I have to keep reminding myself of that and to give myself permission to not be constantly doing something, to allow myself to rest just because everyone needs periods of rest. You don't have to earn them. It's a need and not one that I think a lot of people understand or accept or even picture when you picture basic needs you know sleep sure you know everybody needs to sleep but you also just need to be able to rest during the day take breaks so now to get into how to be motivated when you're not motivated i am not an expert obviously it's something that i've had to work on in the last year, year and a half, two years, I can't remember exactly how long. And so when I was going through one of my harder 
times in therapy last year, I asked my therapist, what do I do to be motivated? Because I just don't feel motivated to be doing these things that I need to get done or I want to get done. And she didn't have a magic answer for me and instead encouraged me to just kind of embrace how I was feeling. She said, you're working through a lot in therapy. You've got a lot of emotional baggage that you're dealing with right now. And so it's okay to feel not as motivated as you normally are. I think that's true, not just when you're going through therapy, but when you're going through any difficult situation in your life, you know, whether that's complicated relationships, moving, switching jobs, a hard class at school. You know, when we are going through these experiences that are mentally taxing, maybe physically taxing, we can allow ourselves to, I don't want to say slack off, but kind of slack off a little bit more than you normally would. Also, just because somebody else appears to be doing all of these things that you want to be able to do or maybe that you admire doesn't mean that you have to and doesn't mean that you're any less of a person because you're not doing those things. You never know what people are dealing with behind closed doors. And so everyone has a way different capacity to be able to deal with situations and to-do lists, and managing households or children, relationships, jobs, school. And so when it comes to motivation, you got to kind of turn in and reflect on what you're going through, what goals you have for yourself, how you want to see yourself improve, and also just be realistic. I think that is that that has been one of the biggest things for me is being realistic with what I can do based on my situation. Sometimes you're going to have a bigger capacity because maybe you're not feeling stressed. Maybe your finances are under control. I know finances have been a really huge stressor for many people, especially in the last couple of years, and that that can really weigh on you. But maybe your finances aren't a problem right now. Maybe you're in a secure relationship and so you have a little bit extra capacity and you want to push yourself. These are things that you have to kind of keep in mind when you are trying to achieve goals and trying to improve. When you want to be motivated to do things. Now, there are always going to be things that you have to do despite not wanting to do them. And that can be really difficult. So I just want to go through some of the things that has, some of the things that have really helped me be motivated to do, to do the things that I have to do. One of my biggest motivators of the last year, believe it or not, has been just simply admitting that I don't want to do something. And I think it's because internally my dialogue has been, oh, but 
I shouldn't feel that way or just trying to shove those feelings down because I know I have to do it anyway or the negative self-talk of, oh, well, you're so lazy for not wanting to do that. And none of those thoughts are helpful. So verbalizing how I'm feeling and the fact that I'm feeling like I don't want to do something, just saying it out loud to my husband or thinking about it to myself has actually motivated me to then go and do the things that I don't want to do. There's a certain weight that I feel when I'm trying to shove those negative feelings down, the lack of motivation. And so just expressing that and letting it go kind of lifts some of that weight up. And I've then been able to go and think to myself, okay, yeah, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. And then I have felt even more proud of myself for completing a task that I didn't want to do. So that's something that I've really been implementing in the last year. And so most of the time I will go to my husband and I'll say, all right, I need to like do our taxes. That was a, that was a big job this past year. And then I was able to go and just get them done. Same thing with small things. Oh, I really don't feel like doing the dishes today. But then I go and get them done anyway. Sometimes I just need to make it a little more fun. So I love throwing on an upbeat playlist, something that makes me feel like I can get things done, something that gets me moving or I want to sing to. I try to stay away from like the sappy love songs or the sad songs because... I mean, that just really brings down my mood. And while I'm listening to music and singing, I can work through a lot more than I would in silence. There are other times where I will call one of my sisters or my mom just to be on the phone while I'm getting something done. Uh, I've never been one to really work well to like a TV show. I know a lot of people will use a TV show to fold their laundry and I wish that worked for me because folding the laundry is (laughs) probably the number one task that does not get done in my home very quickly. I'll have baskets of laundry that just sit for like a month and I mean we're rotating through we're pulling the clean clothes out you know the clothes are rotating but it's never like fully put away unless I have a lot of company coming over or I have a big trip coming up and then suddenly I'll fold like four loads in one day after not folding a single load in weeks but when I want to get other things done I'll call somebody and just talk Because sometimes it helps just to have the company. I remember when I was little and didn't want to clean my room, it felt way better to like have my mom sit in the room or just to have somebody else in the room with me so that I had company while I'm getting something done. Sometimes it works with the kids. The kids will want to help out with whatever I'm doing. Now, 
a lot of this is just like simple chores around the house. You know, there are going to be other things that you need to get done. I think that's a great time to use like a reward, some kind of treat or activity or just something to look forward to for completing what you had to get done that wasn't very fun to do. Um, I have a lot of anxiety about going to the dentist. It's just never been a very fun experience for me. I have a pretty small mouth and so when they're trying to do any sort of work inside, my jaw really hurts and, you know, when they take those x-rays and the, the little squares are like cutting into my mouth and I usually have cavities because I just, I think I don't have very good teeth in general, genetically, but I've had to go to the dentist and so as I have been going to the dentist to get work done, I then go out and run to a store that I like or I'll go get myself like a, a smoothie from somewhere, you know, a little, a little treat to make it a more pleasant experience overall. And I think that really helps when you have something that you don't like to do, but then you pair it with something that's more enjoyable, it takes some of that negativity out of the situation and it can turn into something that you really don't mind doing or maybe you even look forward to doing because you know that after you're done you're going to get to do something that you that you want so that's been a great thing for me this last year so sometimes you have things that feel really massive to complete and especially when it's something you're not motivated to do, you can have the inclination to procrastinate because you don't want to experience that negative thing. And so you keep pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off. And suddenly this massive thing you have to get done in a short period of time. And what I would suggest is rather than procrastinate to plan ahead and break it down into bite-sized pieces that are a little more palatable to experience than one massive thing that's unpleasant. If you know you have a big project at school to finish, rather than waiting until the night before it's due to throw it all together, just work on it and set a time limit. Okay, I'm going to work on this for the next week, but I'm only going to do... 10 minutes a day or 15 minutes a day. Uh, Same thing applies to cleaning your house or even cleaning a room sometimes rather rather than expecting yourself to be motivated to get the entire thing done in a short period of time. Break it down. Set a timer. Okay, I am not going to expect myself to clean my entire room tonight, but instead... I will set a timer for 10 minutes and just do everything I can in those 10 minutes. Because you don't want to set yourself up for failure. It's much easier to have those bite-sized pieces that you know has an end and you know that it's not even going to be that long than to have this massive project of something you have to do 
all at once and you're dreading leading up to it and you're dreading it while you're doing it and it feels impossible while you're in there and just setting setting reasonable goals I talked a little bit about this in my last episode like and I used exercising as an example rather than setting this lofty goal of going from not exercising to then going to three days a week or five days a week just make a baby step okay I'm gonna start working out one day a week or like when we when my husband and I have been learning new languages on Duolingo we just try to keep up with the one lesson a day it takes about five minutes or less sometimes we go longer because we feel more motivated Sometimes it's all we can do to just fit in that one lesson a day, but it's way more manageable. When I have errands to run during the week, and I, I've kind of I've kind of changed this a little bit as my kids have gotten older and it's a little more manageable to take my son with me to the store while my daughter's at a class. But I would just plan on going to one store a day. Or doing one main activity a day. Because that's what I knew I could manage. Sometimes I'd even space it out. Okay, on Monday, we're going to the dentist. But then we're not doing anything else really out of the house until Wednesday when we go to the park. And then we'll wait until Friday and we'll do grocery shopping. I just have tried to evaluate how I'm doing and knowing what I can handle and setting my goals that way. I know there are other people who would prefer to get them all done in one day and to go to five different places in a day and just have the rest of the week to not have to really worry about it. Or there are the people who like to stay busy and that's not me. You have to figure out what works for you. Some people, when it comes to school, they like doing their homework. I remember I used to really like to sit down and do my math homework, and so it was never a problem. But doing my English or my history, that was a little harder. And so you, you're you going to have to take stock. And also, give yourself a little bit of grace, a little bit of a break. You know, work with yourself. If you know that you have a hard time doing something, find a way that you can make it a more pleasant experience that you can enjoy it, find a way to make it more manageable because then you're going to be able to be a little more motivated. I think the other thing to remember too is that we're not going to be motivated to do everything. Sometimes you just have to kind of push through rather than waiting to feel yourself be motivated. And it's hard, but that's when you use the tools that work for you you know, watch your favorite TV show while, while you are doing something you don't like. Or set up that timer, work really hard, and then afterwards, go outside for a walk. Or talk to a friend, play a game, whatever it is, so that you can kind of balance out your stress and balance out your emotions and enjoy your day-to-day life just in general. I hope you guys found some of these suggestions helpful. 
If you guys have anything that helps motivate you or tricks that you've learned, feel free to reach out. You can check out my Instagram at Life According to Jess Podcast because I'd love to hear any tips and tricks. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. I'll catch you in the next one.